today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the uh, president and CEO of FPM at FPM3 Marketing and Vacuuman, is with us once again. Adam, how you been this week? You know what? I'm, I've been really good, Bill. Honestly, it's been, uh, the weather's been fantastic. Uh, you know, it's interesting with all the things going on in the world. I've been actually very active, uh, particularly with, uh, Vacuuman Furnace and Duct Cleaning. And I have some news I'd like to share. If you yeah, wouldn't mind, please. would you give me a moment? Yeah. I would love to share that. You know what? I mean, I've been in the community now for, uh, well over 20 years actively in my business, uh, liking. And you know what? I'm now a member, uh, and I, I mean, we've always been supporting the living wage program and uh we're now a member of the living wage officially as an employer in hamilton proudly representing um and it's something especially now with covid that's happening and all that that's taken place i take pride in the fact that the people that you know uh, my father started the business uh doing this and we've always been very much conscious of the fact that taking care of employees uh is so critical especially during this time and uh the living wage uh part the network living wage network i'm proud to be part of that it's a hamilton program that uh, is supportive of those that be able to make great money. So I'm excited. Vacuum and Furnace and Duct Cleaning is officially a member of this network, and we're probably going to be announcing that uh, in the future as we continue to expand. Way to go. Uh, we've done Thank a number you. of programs, of course, about that program, uh, the Living Wage Program, over the last couple of years. And uh, you're right. I mean, it's probably and now more than ever, it's it's a very relevant program. And uh, and if uh, people want to get more information about it, well, they can call you, of course, at, at FPM if they want. But uh, there's a lot of other folks that can talk about that as well. So good on you guys and good on Vacuuman. Thank you. Yes, excited. You know, just before you, uh, you came on, we were talking about uh, one of our uh, Lions Lair finalists. Uh, and, and we got into the conversation about medical innovations. And uh, we're going to start that uh, in this program, too, uh, because you've got something right now called Here I Am. What's that all about? Well, it's a local app that is created out of Ajax. Uh, actually, an associate friend of mine, Kiram, uh, and his uh, friends brought it together. Uh, it's an app that actually is life-saving. And we know that right now medical is so critical when it comes to technology. And the information is so important. One of the things I challenged him on was, you know, I think it's great we come up with a lot of apps locally in Canada under the pre- pretense that we're helping those uh, to be uh, aware of our health concerns, uh, allergies, blood tests type doctor information, but where is that information going? Who's got access to that information? It's always a constant, uh, it could be a subject of hack of the week, as we know, Bill. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I'm excited that this is a local program app in, uh, in Ajax, he developed it, and no data is stored in it. What's unique about it is your information is on the phone, but it isn't backed up. In the case of an emergency, uh, you can be able to put your emergency contacts as a, as a, as a link that you can uh, connect with either a loved one, a friend, your doctor, medical associate. And what it does is it takes your information, uh, uh, assessing the issue you may have. It gives precise GPS coordinates, and then it gives the information direct while encrypted to the individual it's going to. So it's, it's great. Think of it as a, 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 the medical alert uh, kind of idea, except no information sitting in a cloud where the database is stored. Uh, I thought that was really relevant. And this is something we want more uh, in regards to our, our information on our phones. Uh, so it's a, it's a local app, and I'm proud to say that. And there's a billion of apps to pick from. So if you're looking for one for a family member, a loved one, 
uh, whether you have even like a, a situation with maybe uh, diabetes uh, or any kind of ailment, uh, it's, a, it's a program that I think would be very beneficial for anyone seeking uh, protection, privacy, but getting the health benefits of being able to connect with someone to help you. Uh, great idea. Here I am is what it's called, if you want to check that out. Uh, I've been waiting for years. How many years have we been doing Tech Talk here? It seems like a 100 sometimes. <laughs> I've been waiting for years to say this. BlackBerry is back. I, I love my BlackBerry. I miss my BlackBerry. Uh, but they just kind of got passed by by just about everybody else in the business now. But uh, they're, they're making another run at it, I hear. Absolutely. And I remember the day it had to be pried from your fingers and you were looking at me with the Apple phone going, which one should I get? I said, Samsung. Bill says, sure, here's my Apple. So, uh, but in that case, yes, BlackBerry is back. And this is important for a couple reasons. I'm excited as well, Bill. I love BlackBerry. I, I love it for all the reasons that, you know, it's Canadian. It was built in Waterloo and so forth. However, what makes it really a solid platform is the fact that it's got the the best security. Speaking of security and privacy, BlackBerry far none still handles it. Now, when they got out of the hardware game, uh, they ended up licensing it out, and it went out to uh, TCL, uh, which was a, a company that was uh, an Indian company that was making the products. Here's the difference about, well, why didn't it succeed then? What makes it different now? Here's the difference, folks. BlackBerry is coming out with a vengeance with the partnerships it's made. So one of the partnerships is that it's going to be developed by Foxconn. Now, that may not mean a lot to anyone when I say that, except Foxconn was the maker manufacturer of the iPhones for the last eight years. And why that's important is if you have an iPhone uh, or an Apple phone, it's been built pretty solid. It's got a quality product. It's got a, a solid piece to it. So Foxconn is going to be uh, building the apparatus of it. Second is going to be a lot of the other elements of this, of this phone, Bill, are going to be made, get ready, in North America. And we know there's a lot of debate right now about Huawei and China yeah. and is it made, is it protected? No, it's going to be actually developed in North America. Next, it's a 5G phone. It is 5G, meaning BlackBerry not only has the security, the patented, it's built solid. It's not built like junk. I like to use the analogy of taking a Ferrari model and putting it on a ladder. I mean, it just looks good, but it's just junk. This is going to be different. The last piece to this, and this is the part that is why I think BlackBerry's got a chance to come out of the ashes and rise above, is it's built on the Android platform, but its patents and its security systems are going to be able to be used again in the municipalities and government programs, authorities. Um, it's one of the best. How good is it, Bill? I'd be happy to answer that question. How good is it, hundred. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. I was, I was throwing it up. 100%. That's right. And since they've taken on software as their security in their enterprise system, 100%, zero infiltration. Now, that, that's right. That means none, zero, absolutely uh, nada. There has been not one infiltration with a BlackBerry security system. Now, that's pretty bold to say because that might be the next topic next week. But the point today is that it is 100 <laughs> 
percent right now security. So for those talking about like, well, is my iPhone safe? Is my Samsung safe? Uh, is, is Huawei safe? Well, if you're really concerned about it, this is going to be, this is why I'm excited about it, uh, uh, Bill. This is not just, hey, guess what? There's another uh, BlackBerry maker because it didn't work out with that guy. They're going to try it with this guy. This is actually a company out of Texas. It's going to be incorporating and partnering with Foxconn, and it's got the solid security. So yes, BlackBerry is back. Physically, what's it going to look like? I mean, you know, the BlackBerry before, of course, the keypad was part of the phone, and, and, and a small screen because they didn't really care much about the bells and whistles. There, I guess that at that time Apple was using, and it, it, well, I guess a lot of us, whether you've got Samsung or Apple or anything else, are pretty used to. I mean, the the music systems, the entertainment systems, the video systems. Uh, is that going to be part of this? The, yeah, it's going to have a lot of the elements that are in there that we would look at and go, you know, is it going to have 120 zooming in? No. Is it going to have, uh, you know, it will have good camera features to it. It won't be uh, nonetheless not ele- uh, in the keeping up with the Joneses, if you will. However, it's going to have the QWERTY keyboard. That part is going to be, that part is for sure. They're keeping the keyboard. So a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, for, similar to yourself and many others, the tapping on the glass, could be a thing that you might be able to go, oh, I just need the keyboard. Um, Number two, it is going to have a little bit of a bigger screen. Uh, It will be touch. It will be built off of the Android platform. However, it's going to be all BlackBerry inside. There's even a rumor, which you may uh, remember or not, but it was only about a year and a half ago that BBM, the once most popular uh, messaging system, is apparently going to be also revived. But it's going to be now capable of working across multiple platforms. So that was a big issue with BlackBerry was that it wasn't very user-friendly in all platforms, Apple and Android. So another component would be BlackBerry might be coming back with a, with another messaging system. And why that's important is because there's really only one other messaging system that's fully encrypted, and that is uh, Signal. And BlackBerry believes that there's still a market that they might be able to revive their messaging platform. This is Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield from FPM and FPM3 Marketing, of course, is with us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Uh, the city of Hamilton's got a parking app. A lot of people are developing these days, but you've got some concerns about this. I have some concerns, and I believe many should, because taking a look at it, here's my here, here's where I talk out of both sides of my mouth. In one breath, I say, this is the best thing ever, and Hamilton should have did this three years ago. We needed an app. I don't carry coins. This should be something we should have been able to tap and pay my parking fees. And the other side of the mouth is going, are you crazy, the city of Hamilton? How are you building a parking app that's taking my information and paying? Where is my information stored? So I sound like a hypocrite talking about this, but I'm going to tell you why it's important. Number one is that it is, uh, it's been brought up that the information and data is being stored in the United States. Now, I got a problem with that, Bill. I have a business in the U.S. and Canada, and I can tell you that all my servers that I work with are in Canada. Why? Because we got better protection. We got better rules. And I was a little concerned when I saw this because it's probably a great app. It is a great app. I've seen it. I know what it's about. Uh, it, it literally t- links in with your payment. You can walk up to a, uh, to a p- payment meter. Uh, you scan it. You tell how much time you want. It registers it. Therefore, uh, it, it just makes it seamless. However, I got a real deep concern, as everyone does, about our data and also what information we're giving. I mean, I'm parking my car, Bill. 
I don't know what I need to give to someone other than 25 cents or a loony, but why would you need to know all my GPS coordinates, all my details about my calendar, and all my contact information to pay my one-hour parking in downtown Hamilton? Seems a little overkill if you ask me. This is an example of where we need to be a little more prominent in when it comes to our information and the apps we're using. It's a great feature. It's convenient. But again, my data, the data, is being stored in the U.S., regardless of what data you're taking. Number one. Number two, is it really relevant to have that much? And is there a Canadian alternative? That's the question, and it's not being asked. Uh, when we talk about the price of some of this uh, equipment and some of the software and some of the phones and things of this nature, uh, keep in mind it's hard to, it's to pay the legal fees because these guys are in court all the time, including Apple. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, who makes the most money with Apple right now? It's not the CEO, it's the lawyers, I think. And uh, they, they've got a big court case going on now. Well, a big court case that's going to explode. This thing's getting bigger and bigger. Next week, I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, what we've seen is that when you become $2 trillion, you know, when your estimated value is $2 trillion, you're going to get some eyes in the government at you, especially when your total value could pretty much take two countries and wipe out the debt. So when you take a look at that, they're going to draw eyes. Why are you so big? What are you doing with that? And Apple's really starting to throw their big Goliath weight around. Now, last week we talked about Epic, uh, the, the makers of Fortnite gaming system, and they're being sued over the premise of taking 30%. However, what's happening? Now, Apple likes to throw their weight around, and this is why it's bad, Bill. Apple is pretty much going to put themselves already under the eye of the government with the antitrust uh, Senate review they're in right now. And what they've done is they've said to Fortnite, okay, you don't like our rules, no problem. We're going to cut you off, and we're going to remove anything you made in the past because you're violated and breach a contract. Now, all of a sudden, you've taken the uh, anything that Epic Games made, all of the background, all of the details to the consumer now has a problem. Why? Because they're no longer going to be able to use it if you're in an Apple platform. This, I don't know if anyone in legal land is sitting there going, ha ha, we'll help you, Apple. But this is not going well for anyone. I can tell you, Apple is destined to become broken down, just like uh, AT&T, Bell, Canada, all of it. It's about to be torn apart, in my opinion, coming up very soon. Well, stay tuned. Uh, more to come on that one in the next little while. What's going on with Netflix? Well, we know Netflix has some features where you get to pick your shows. This one's a real quick one, and I, I didn't think it gave a lot of fanfare, but I figured, Bill, this would be fun. If you've got a Netflix account, there's a new button you might have seen or it's coming out, and it's called the shuffle button. You know, like, what, remember the old days with the brown box with the cable that connected to your TV? Yeah, and you yeah. close your eyes, and you kind of go, what am I going to watch? And you click it, and it physically would change. Well, now you can click a shuffle button versus going in a systematic order Shuffle will just literally randomly sort through whatever show and will give you whatever comes up based on, of course, artificial intelligence and otherwise, but you don't have to now search. You can click shuffle and let the enjoyment of wonder happen as you're watching Netflix. There you go. Uh, we got just a little bit of time left. I did want to touch on that CRA story that uh, we were talking about earlier this week. Uh, Canada Revenue getting hacked. I guess this is technically our hack of the week. Uh, over 5,500 citizens uh, on a lot of data. What are they going to do about stuff like this? Well, uh, you're absolutely correct. Hack of the week goes to the CRA, and we can definitely see that this is interesting. We're watching the CRA actually push back 
on the citizens. And their argument is, well, you need to build better passwords. The argument is, well, why isn't the CRA implementing programs and systems that have two-factor authentication and force users to be able to change their password? We, it's not like we don't have information. There's over a billion passwords on the dark web available to be purchased and matched with email addresses, Bill. So our government, this is our tax paying capabilities. $11 million was hacked and provided through CERB payments based on uh, hackers infiltrating and impersonating individuals. And how they did it, went on the dark web, found an email, found a password, went to the CRA website, literally ran them, and over 5,000 people used the same password. No kidding. Yes, that's right. 5,000 people used the same password on multiple sites, including the CRA. Well, now the big argument is CRA is, of course, got to up their security. It wasn't a matter of they didn't have parameters in place. It was a user error. And of course, this information is getting bigger and bigger on the dark web. So with that said, I think the real question and how is the CRA going to do it? But it really did throw. uh, And we're not the end of this. This is going to continue, Bill, the CRA and many other municipality government federal programs that have username and passwords are susceptible to being hacked. And they got to figure out how to make it better. Change your password. How many? Boy, if you had a buck for every time you've said that when we've done this show. (laughs) Of course, they get that much money, they'd be, they'd be going after you then, wouldn't they? It's going uh, to be my new tagline. That's right. Change your password. Hi, I'm Adam. Change your password. <laughs> uh, we do this every Friday at 1135. It's Tech Talk, brought to you by Vacuum Man. And congratulations again to Vacuum Man for being the, uh, the latest members of the Living Wage Program here in the city. Have a great weekend, Adam. We'll talk to you later on. You too. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.